Hello, everybody. Today, I would like to discuss with you my experience in training and learning from a highly effective combat expert in the style of Pencock Silat. Pencock meaning the magical aspect to it. Silat meaning the physical combative techniques. You need a mixture. On the first day in 2011, the day I first established my martial arts gym publicly, the first day I opened my doors, my long-term martial arts brother brought with him two people one person whom he met at a Zen bookstore. The bookstore had occult books that discussed Zen, Taoism, and many metaphysical in spiritual teachings. There was a man there who always wore dark glasses, even at night. Always long-sleeved. Always with a hat. Some type of vest. And always uh, had a tactical um, attire. So his clothing had some type of camouflage or um, tactical feel to it. Yes, glasses and a hat. Large fellow, even at night. He was older in age. And he, my uh, martial arts brother, brought him. And he brought one of his students along with somebody else, a spectator, who also has spent a very long time observing and being around martial arts. So on the day that I opened my gym, in walks this man with his student, another spectator, and my martial arts brother. And I was by myself on the opening day. And he says, you think you know martial arts? And I was kind of taken back. I didn't know kind of what to think. Um, He was heavily armed. Several blades. Several sticks. Knives, machete. This guy was serious stuff. And come to find out, 
He was a very high-level Inodor disciple, high-level practitioner, very combat effective, of William Chun, Win Chun. And he also learned from some of the best C-Lot players in the whole world. On several occasions, he even spent a lot of time in the jungles of Indonesia. He studied three styles efficiently. He was a special operative, a commando, a Navy SEAL, special forces, who ran, who ran covert operations during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Long time ago. And he used the most tactical methods for not only those environments, but for what he thought was extremely combat effective. Some of the most high ranking teachers in the world of martial arts know who this man is. But I'm going to tell you that this man is somewhat of a mystery. hidden almost but every teacher who is worth something in certain circles know him and fear him he demonstrated his techniques and talked about metaphysical information from which was unknown to me his martial art was like a key which took any information I've ever known and almost like a virus attached itself onto it, unlocked it. Took over like a virus and like a key it unlocked so much of my information, so many of the applications. When I look at his empty hand material, his takedown, his throwing... Joint locks, breaks, grappling, traps, destructions. It's brilliant. The information is very deep. It's ingenious. It's genius. And it's not to the point of collecting a lot of information for no reason. There's a purpose to it and it's not set collecting or technique collecting the whole point of learning anything from this man is learning how to piece it together how the head goes to the butt to the ass goes to the head to the middle part goes to the you know putting it all together like linking logs how it all works combatively in fight situations And then directly it goes into knife fighting. Directly. I've discussed Filipino martial arts and how they learn with a stick. My teacher's style of knife fighting or uh, Indonesian martial art is directly with knife fighting. The blade is almost your teacher. 
some of those the most advanced drills I have ever seen. It also goes into uh, double stick. It has a lot of Sinawali, which is um, primarily from uh, the Filipino martial arts. Sometimes there's a mix. Sometimes uh, there's a blending with Indonesian and Filipino that, that, that has become very, very common um, as some of those arts go uh, very well hand-in-hand hand together. So there was some of that. We, we did have a lot of that. And then a spotted daga, which also uh, very highly can be taken from the Filipino martial arts. But, but again, it, it made its way into my teacher's system of Indonesian martial arts. So there was that double machete single sword things like that um chris dagger etc etc but i digress a lot of the stories that i would read about in martial arts about somebody with great ability throwing somebody 10 feet um stripping their energy their power this man's ability was able to do that I was able to see uh, energy draining. He talked about chakra draining. He talked about chakra uh, raising the energy of the body. He talked about the chakras. He talked about stripping energy. He talked about the nervous system. He talked about the mental aspect, the metaphysical aspect. This man's thoughts were uh, above anything that I've seen, but it wasn't just thoughts. He could demonstrate it on you, hands on. I've never seen anything like it. It's genius. And so from that day, I spent many years training with him. In private, in secret. Learning this ability, not sharing it until, until I was ready to share it with the world. There, I, I once read and I've discussed that there are many people in the Marshall Forest. Some are hidden. Some look like casual um, individuals. Some look like homeless, vagrants, vagabonds, wanderers. You can never judge a book by its cover. Women, short, tall, all sorts of people. You just don't know. You just don't know who's in the Marshall Forest. And just because they're not on YouTube or Instagram or on podcasts does not mean that their skill is some of the greatest That it's not advanced. Just because people don't uh, teach publicly doesn't mean that they're not high-ranking masters. An outfit doesn't make you a master. Let's get that out of the way right now. For my teacher, it was what's most effective. He would tell me that, you know, there was no formalities with this guy. 
my teacher would say, oh, there's an older student starting trouble, throw rice at him. <laughs> Don't listen to that crap. Don't listen to, you know, uh, people who think they're authorities. Don't listen to Listen to what works, what, what proves, what's proven to work, what I can demonstrate, what you can demonstrate. Because just like in a combative situation, in a combat situation, a real one, in times of great danger, when your life is on the line, are you able to access in, this information under times of great danger? Because your belt, your outfit, your pajamas are not going to help you. Can you access this information in times of great danger? Can you use it combatively? That is your teacher. Period. That's what all of this is about. Somewhere along the lines, martial arts became uh, getting semi-famous popularity. Hearing the sound of your own voice. The real healing and fighting arts have real principles, laws, and actions which create results. If you understand and do them correctly, you can generate results combatively, spiritually, psychologically. That's where this man was operating from. One of the greatest combat experts I've ever met, whose skill was scary. Whose knowledge base was profound. And yet this man chose to stay hidden. Only sharing it with some people. Because I will tell you this. When you open your information to the public... You're allowing it to be scrutinized and getting a lot of opinions um, from people who don't necessarily want to see you grow. And yet, within there, I just want to add, within there, there are also a lot of people uh, that can benefit, and that's why I'm here. I spent a lot of time on YouTube in gyms, training. I lived this for a very long time and now I'm able, after many, many years, able to find my voice, share my combative techniques after years of training, after years of success, after years of failure, after years of getting out there, testing it. That's why I'm here now. Because I hope, honestly, that the martial arts can do for you what it did for me. It saved me in a lot of ways. One of the greatest things I've ever done. And I hope, if you are a true seeker in the martial arts, that it can benefit you as well. So when I, I know that Pencock Salad is getting a lot more popular, but when I heard the name, I didn't know just to end this, I did not know for the first six years that I was even studying Pencock's lot. Everything was almost whispered. I didn't even know I was studying it. So what do you, where do you learn this? It says it's combat. It's tribal. It's urban combat. It's tribal combat. 
It's traditional combat from the jungles. That's all I knew. Said this person was a special forces operative. And that it was tribal forces combat from the jungles. I didn't even know about his training in Wing Chun. He taught me Bu G, the final form. But uh, with all that being said, um, most of his, most of my body and breadth of knowledge that I've obtained from this man was in Pencock Silat, what he spent a great, 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 great many years doing. Over 50 years developing training privately. So the name Silat was, it, it was scary. I thought anybody who was, who, who said that they studied Silat was frighteningly good. I thought that they were, you know, able to do things that were almost magical. So, I want to end this podcast with one piece of advice my teacher left me. Is, watch the way people move. If you're going to go to a gym, you know, make sure that the combat, the flow, their ideas make sense. And may, Watch the way they move. That's all you need to know. Watch the way they move. In Indonesia, they move differently. They're different size. You know, in a tribe, they, they grow up uh, in their village or tribe. They, they, they grow up watching, the, the, you know, they, they move a certain way due to that environment and their size. And you need to develop your individual strengths. Copy your teacher, but at the same time, you need to find your own individuality. So watch the way people move. And their logic flow, their combative uh, rhythms, their patterns, do they make sense? Combatively, is this sound? Combatively, does it have merit? Keep it, and if you don't know, if you do not have exposure, before you judge, spend time learning it, involved in it, be involved in it. I've discussed Filipino martial arts, and now here is Pencock Silat. And um, I also want to just go on to say that Muay Thai and a lot of other Southeast Asian martial arts are incredible for a reason. Southeast Asian martial arts are incredible for a reason. They're constantly being tested, hands-on. Constantly. Evolving, being tested, growing, maturing, developing. So if you have an opportunity to learn this style, take it. Keep an open mind and jump in deep. I'm Jacob Bernan, and thank you so much for listening to my podcast.